Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. So today we are going to discuss email deliverability. So what the heck is email deliverability? Uh, you know, I've been doing this for so many years. I've been talking about email lists, how important it is. And although, you know, I, I, I am, I've been creating and recreating and modifying email lists for many years, it is still a challenge because email providers keep changing their algorithms and the way and what they do with emails when you send it out. So, so really what's key is, first of all, that you use the provider that has a good reputation. So that, that's literally the number one thing, right? So that whoever you use, that's a provider that has a good reputation so that at least you know that email will leave your provider. But today I wanted to go over eight very specific tips for improving your email deliverability. And I'll just walk you through, you know, what to do very specifically. So the number one is really to avoid spam triggers, spam triggers in your subject line and spam triggers in your copy. It used to be, and I always thought, you know, hey, if you put in subject line free course or, you know, get 85% off or all these things, that, that's really great subject line. However, anything that has word free or some discounts or you know extra income or save this amount of money could be a spam trigger for provider either not to send or when it comes to the receiving end, not to receive that email, you know, in, in your inbox, if you will. So that's something that you can easily avoid just by looking at your subject line and looking at your copy and make sure that there's really nothing there that will trigger uh, a spam. Now, there are some providers and, um, you know, I use Kajabi, full disclosure, I'm a partner and affiliate uh, with Kajabi. So, but with, with them, they basically have the subject line validation and copy validation. So they will warn you if there's anything in there that says, hey, you know, this could uh, uh, trigger the spam, they will tell you not to use that word and they will tell you exactly what to do, you know, so that if the backend email spam service that evaluates the content before it basically it, it sends it. So it will evaluate uh, this, uh, like I said, Kajabi will evaluate the content before it even goes out. So that's the number one to, to really look at, you know, look at the uh, um, subject line, look at your copy and make sure there are no spam triggers, even the things that are real. So if I am giving like, like we are giving a free post psychology master coach preparation class. And yet if I put that in subject line, the chances are one of the email providers at the other end will think of that as a spam. It may never 
actually take that email to the end user. It may just drop it somewhere in, in between A and or. It may send it to email you to the end user and immediately drop it to deleted mailbox. I mean, they do crazy things that we just can't really believe what they do, but that's that's really happening. And you know, quite frankly, this is really to protect us, to protect users, to protect our audience. So we just have to be careful so that, you know, although we know we're doing the right thing, make sure that we don't look like spammers. So that's number one. Number two is really to, you know, maintain a good email list hygiene. So what do I mean by that? Uh, most of us believe that bigger email is better. You know, bigger email list. So if you have 100, you want 200. If you have 1,000, you want 2,000. If you have 10,000, you want to have 20,000 and so on. But the thing is that... <laughs> We have to think of quality over quantity. And I guarantee you that in today's world, the quantity over quantity wins anytime. So basically, don't, yes, we want bigger email lists, but don't always think of let me have just increase the list. That the idea is to that, you know, you look at your list and you look at the quality of your list. Now, what can you do for the quality? Well, you know how sometimes in, there are some systems that you will start typing your email address to register. You hit enter and it says wrong email. So certain email providers, again, I, I use Kajabi. So they will check this back end. And if the email sounds like it's not legit, they will reject it. If the email sounds like it's sent from provider that was undeliverable in the past, it will reject it. Or, or will, will tell you immediately, you know, this don't use this email. Or it will tell you that this is a high-risk email address and you don't want to use that. So that's this is again another. Another way where your email provider can help you upfront not to accept emails that are not legit. This is really, really important. It's amazing feature. So whoever your email provider is, you really want to look for provider that will check for emails that are high risk because you don't want to take that. You do not want to take emails at a high risk. I just spoke to, I believe a couple of days ago, we had the meeting where one of the uh, Postal Psychology Master Coach graduates had have a, a website and the website was spammed, blogs was spammed by uh, obviously one of these high risk emails, right? Somebody got in and then was able to spam um, and uh, basically shut down the website. So there's so many things that can happen if you let emails that is not legit to come into your system. So that would be the number two uh, to uh, maintain your list hygiene. Number three is to, and, and this one, please, please, please write this one down. This is for everything you do is a key, I think, to business success and definitely to your website, their email list success, and that is to use a consistent delivery schedule. And when I said consistent delivery schedule, right now, you know, today we're talking about email, but I really mean you should apply this to everything. 
So consistent delivery of your blog, of your podcast, of your email. Like in our case, we know there is a podcast Tuesday. So everybody knows Tuesday is a podcast day. There is a blog Wednesday. So everybody knows blog comes Wednesday. There is an email that goes to our subscribers on Wednesday at a certain day, a certain time. And this will uh, not only help you um, to your end users to understand what's coming and when, but it will also make your uh, emails uh, more legitimate, more deliverables, if you will, because, because when you do something consistently, all the email providers, including every, uh, you know, starting from Google on, they all love consistency. They don't want you to send, you know, you never had email list and now you send to 10,000 people. No, they don't want, you know, they want you to do consistently, gradually. They want to see that email is growing, you know, um, uh, uh, legitimately, right? So you didn't just buy 10,000 email, the stupid addresses, which is illegal today anyway, but used to be, uh, used to be, you know, unfortunately, I guess legal or, you know, people just did that in the past. Unfortunately, some people still do it. Uh, but again, that's, you know, we're putting it aside. Of course, that is illegal, but you don't want to um, do nothing for a year. You start collecting emails and then you start sending. So even if you have five people in your email list, please start sending emails. This will help you to make your email list more credible and more deliverable. Okay, so it's consistency in the schedule. That's number three. Number four is to look for an email tool with uh, deliverability optimization features. So, so what do I mean by this? So, okay, uh, today I went to our email list and I often do. And again, we all want large email lists, but we don't want people who are inactive and you have to be able to look at the list and say, okay, how many people I have that did not open email in the last 90 days? How many people I have that did not click on email in the last 90 days? And those are usually people that you want to uh, either re-engage. Actually, today, you know, some, if some of you got an email, that means you don't re-engage for last 90 days. Today, we just send an email to some of these folks and say, hey, you know, you have a choice today. Should I stay or should I go? You have a choice. We're going to give you one more chance. We only want people who really want to be engaged. We don't want people just to be on the list for the sake of being on the list. So, so uh, you, you're going to try to re-engage these people. And if that doesn't work, remove them or unsubscribe them. This will uh, dramatically increase your deliverability rate. And this is what you want. You want your rate to be high. You know, as you may know today, uh, open email as a, uh, you know, rate, hey, open email is such a percentage. It's not as accurate as it used to be because of a lot of changes that Apple is doing and so on. So it's not as accurate. The most accurate is clickability. But still, right, it's still it's still uh, better than nothing. At least you have something. And then, you know, you, you like I said, you want to look at inactive clients, um, inactive people on your list. Although they subscribe, they're legit. 
right? So you think, well, why get rid of them? You know, I have them on the list. I'm telling you, get rid of them. <laughs> if they do nothing and you try, you try, you give them every, you know, try to re-engage them by giving them things that other people don't do. Like I said, today we send out, there is a $39 course, we send it for free. If they want to re-engage, this last chance. If you don't, please go away. <laughs> we don't want you here. You don't want us, we don't want you. Thank you. So, so that's to, to re-engage them. Um, now, I, I talked briefly about this, but uh, you know, number five would be to send, the email should be sent from the reputable domains and IP address. So this is important because I know some of us in the beginning, you know, we try to send our own. So we use either Google or Yahoo or, you know, that kind of works if you send to a few people. But you can't send, you know, a thousand emails. First of all, I don't even know today if that's allowed. I have no clue. I don't think so. Uh, but you cannot send a large email list from your personal email account. So it has to be from email provider. Now, some of them are more reputable than others. Uh, so you want to look for the provider that has really uh, high credibility as an email provider. So, so that the um, uh, ESPs, other ESPs will uh, email uh, service providers will look at and say, oh, I know, like I say, in our case, it's Kajabi. They're sending to, uh, you know, uh, Shopify and I think Spotify and whoever other list that they're using, say, they're legit. So we'll take it. We'll take it. Then we're going to check. We may bounce some. Then we're going to check for spam. You know, if there are some spam things, we're still going to kick it out. But as long as they take that email as a first step, they will pass it, hopefully, to you as an end user. Um, now, you also want to you know, get to know how different email service providers assess your emails. This would be number six. How do they assess your emails? Now, so this is where you look at you know, the ratio of images versus text. As of today, Ideally, it would be maybe 80-20 rule, right? So 80% text, 20 images. Don't put, you know, a more, a, a lots of images. Make sure when you do put image, there's an alternate, alternate text on the image. They just call it all text. We so can see and when you do a website, you want to put the text because um, that, that's really important, right? Make sure that's there. Um, then you really want engagement from as many recipients as possible. We talked about this earlier, but that's really the key. Ideally, when people reply to your email, that basically increases your overall email deliverability. Uh, you don't want to have any error in the email's code. If you are not a coder, I know this is difficult, but if you are, you know what I'm talking about. So basically, there should be no errors in the code, but to make it as simple for the rest of folks, make sure the links that are there are working and that are legit. So links should be legit, the image should be legit, alternate text for the image should be there, and so on. So that is, um, that is there. Now, as far as um, how they assess email, there are three uh, there are three 
things that email providers look. And I know personally, I spend a lot of time on this and I will not be able to explain this in detail, but I'm just gonna tell you what they are. There's something called S as a same, P as a Peter, F as a Frank, SPF. That's the sender policy framework. And this is when they check the DNS record and prevent the unauthorized sources from sending emails to, from your domain. That's the one record that needs to be correct. The other one is what they call DKIM. That's the domain keys identified mail. It uses your public key cryptography. And there are some variables that you will need to change in DKIM record, depending who is your email provider, right? So who is sending your email and who is receiving? That's really the key. And then there's also DMARC, right? D-M-A-R-C, which is the main based message authentication, reporting and confirmation tools, the confirmation, sorry. So it basically tells the receiver what to do if an email doesn't pass that, the first SPF that we call, or the second the DKIM. I know this is a little bit too technical, maybe not worry about this right now, but write them down because, and talk to your email provider and talk to whoever is managing your website. So SPF, DKIM, DMARC, three really, really important things to look at, to look at on your website. Um, now let's do this number six. What's the number seven? Here's the thing, um, the native applications respond differently. Here's what I mean by that. We need to understand how, how these native applications respond. What I mean is that if somebody uses web email and they go through you know, Chrome or Safari, the application will respond one way. If they're using application, like Apple Mail or Microsoft Outlook, there is a different process that the email provider will follow. So please keep that in mind. It's not something that you can control because you don't know how end user will. Actually, you know what? Uh, now that I think about it, you can look at the report on your website and see how people are opening your email if you have that uh, option. You also see, you know, if they are on, this is why people look at reports such as who's accessing my website on PC, who's actually on Mac, Mac, how many are using phone or iPhone, or it's because then you will know how to adjust certain parameters. So that's that's really important. And, and the last but not least is to really learn uh, how your recipients engage with your emails. So what do they really do with email? Do they just open it? Do they click on the link? Uh, what happens when they click on the link? Um, if they respond to you, of course, you got to respond, you know, unless you're using some of these do not reply, which, uh, you know, it's funny, the other day I was, uh, uh, I got an email from, uh, Legit source, legit source, and it's from do not reply, but it says in there, 
uh, if you reply, we just delete your email. So I was like, really, don't just say that. That didn't sound like a great thing to do. But uh, usually people just use that do not reply because it just goes somewhere and they don't want to deal with it. That's okay too, depending on what, what you're sending to people, right? So, um, so again, so these are the things really to, to look and to pay attention uh, as far as email deliverability. So it's, um, it's number one, to avoid spam triggers in a subject line and in your email. And number two is to maintain good email list hygiene, which is really important. And number three is to use constant delivery schedule. This is something that you can do easily. I'm sure, you know, hopefully your provider can just do the scheduling. Most of them, if not all, do these days. Number four is to look for an email tool with deliverability optimization feature. Uh, one thing with the optimization feature I didn't mention is that when you look at folks that are inactive, uh, most providers will let you put the tag so you can tag them and say inactive and then send just to that group of people and then maybe remove them. But you need to be able to do a lot of tagging in your emails, that's important. Number five is to, so number five is to send from reputable domains and IP address. Of course, I mean that, that's important. Number six is to get to know how different uh, email service providers assess your emails, right? They all do it differently. And quite frankly, this, is, this, is keep, this keeps changing, right? So we may not know exactly, you know, uh, and basically what they say is it's not just changing by, you know, every month or every week or every day they changing rules by hour, which is crazy, which means that we're not going to know every rule, but it's important to be on top of it. Uh, number seven is to understand that these native apps respond differently, being on a browser, being on a phone, be uh, using uh, email app versus you know, using Outlook versus using Google and so on. And number eight is to... Um, really learn how your recipients engage with your emails. I'm really hoping this quick overview will help you folks. Even if you have two people on email list, please start using uh, some of these you know, ideas, write them down, and hopefully that will uh, help you not just increase uh, the number of emails in your list, but even more importantly, give you quality subscribers rather than just quantity, because as I said earlier, quality will always win over quantity. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.